This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. I heard Brother Mike. And Brother Michael, yes. Good morning, Brother Michael. And who else did I hear? Topaz. Good, Good morning, morning. Topaz. Happy Wednesday to both of you. Happy Wednesday to Thank you. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good to hear your sound. Good morning, Valacita. It's Diane. Happy Good Wednesday. Morning. Happy Wednesday, Diane. Good to hear your sound as well. Good morning. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. 
Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Palacita. Who else has joined us? Good Good morning, Sister Palacita. It's Kind Kim. Have a blessed Wednesday, everybody. Love you. Love you too, Kind Kim. Happy Wednesday. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Leomia. Good morning, Mother Leomia. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Have a blessed. Thank you so much. Good morning. This is Rita. Good morning, Rita. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Have a blessed one. Thank you. You too. Good morning, Valuable. Happy Wednesday. It's Rochelle. Good morning, Declare Victory. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much. Good morning. (laughs) Oh, you're so welcome. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Kedra. Good morning, Kedra. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, BB. It's Diddy. Rejoicing on this Wednesday. I love you. Love you too. Happy, happy Wednesday. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, Felicita. It's Miss B. Happy Good Wednesday. Morning. Good morning, Miss B. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Miss Denise. Good morning, Denise. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning, Miss Felicita. I heard two people. I'm sorry, didn't catch your voices. 
Sister Tracy. Good morning. Oh, Sister Tracy, happy Wednesday. I'm not your understanding of the information you've just covered. And I heard one other person. Good morning and happy Wednesday. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us daily during the month of August, where our theme for the month is legislation. All the declarations will focus on the jurisdictional authority that Christ has provided to us as his ecclesia. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to give you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I Declare Victory Now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There are no new prayer requests. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. Declaration by Dion. And closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is found in Matthew chapter 16, verse 19. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be shall have been loosed in heaven. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Rochelle. Have a blessed day. Good morning, good morning, hallelujah. Lord, we make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All ye lands, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord is good. It is he that made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. 
Abba Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for this new day, oh God. We thank you for this August 3rd, 2022, oh God. We thank you for new beginnings, oh God. We thank you, oh God. We thank you that we have an opportunity, oh God, to come humbly and boldly to your throne of grace, oh God, to lay at your feet, oh God. Lord, to give you reverence, honor, praise, and glory that is due unto you. For you are worthy, O oh God. Hallelujah, that your word yet carries so much meaning, so much depth, and so such great faith. We will walk through times of testing, discipline, and even reduction of all of which are critical for developing our faith as we transform, as we learn who we are. Testing proves and strengthens our faith. Hallelujah. Discipline corrects and refines our character, O oh God, that we are more like you, O oh God, that our will becomes your will. Reduction prepares us for growth and abundance, O oh God, that we may have life and have it in abundance, O oh God. Lord God, you continually, continually draw us deeper so we will be more firmly rooted in you. We have an incredible propensity, O oh God, for shifting our weight onto the things that we want. We long for promotion, provision, and protection from hardship, and yet we so quickly put our hope and draw in our value for those very things. But our hope is in you, O oh God, the true and living God. Hallelujah. The evidence that you've done with you've done in past times, O oh God, for our forefathers, O oh God, that you're doing it now, O oh God, and you'll do it for our generations to come. But when you allow us to go through a time without such gifts of the things that we uh, ask for, O oh God, we remember afresh that any gift from you, O oh God, from your hand pales in comparison to the treasures of knowing your heart. Furthermore, when we come to a place with you where we can look at our devastation or heartbreak or not yet and then look to you and sincerely say, and yet, God, we find you to be everything we need and more. And when the season does change, because there is a time and a place and seasons change, we less out to be tempted by the very thing we thought we needed in order to be okay. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, that in order to be okay, our will has to become your will, O oh God. Our souls become freer in you, O oh God, when we learn more of your word, but when, you, when you, we abide in you and you and us, O oh God. Lord, when we yield, O oh God, to your principles, your precepts, O oh God, to your statutes, and we obey your commandments, O oh God, Lord, we become more like you when we say yes, O oh God, and present ourselves unto you. Lord, thank you for your new mercies, O oh God, that are new and afresh every morning. Thank you for your unmerited favor, which is your grace, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God, for the courts of heaven where we can come and announce hallelujah, that we don't have to beg, but we can announce what is due unto us through you, by you, for you, because of you, O oh God. Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for your will, and we thank you for your way, O oh God. Lord, as we begin to learn 
uh, who we are and whose we are, oh God, that we begin to yield and step back, oh God, and acknowledge and understand uh, the legislation, oh God, uh, through our transformation, oh God, as we surrendered, oh God, as we become more like you, as our mind becomes more like you, oh God, that we know the, the battles that we have to fight. But the battle is not ours, oh God, it's yours and mighty and pulling down strongholds, oh God. So we rest in you, oh God. We don't put our trust in man, but we put it in you, the true and living God. Everything that we come and ask of you, oh God. Lord, we give you thanks and honor, Lord, that we come in faith, oh God. We know that it is impossible to please you without faith, oh God. But we have the now faith, oh God. And Lord, we bless your holy name, Lord. I thank you, oh God, for each and every uh, battle, every trial, oh God, that we go through, oh God. It strengthens us, oh God. I thank you for the peace, oh God, that surpasses all understanding when we go through these trials, oh God. Lord, that we don't have to worry that you lift up a standard when the enemy tries to come in and confuse, oh God, and try to stagnate us, oh God, and we feel unfocused like he's hit us upside the head, Lord, but we can stand steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in your word, oh God, to know that your word is substance for us, oh God. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your word. Lord, I ask that you continue to stretch your hand out of, amongst this nation, oh God. Lord, we know that whatever it is that tries to come up against you, oh God, that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that you are Lord, oh God. Lord, monkeypox, oh God, has to yield to your name. Corona has to yield to your name. Heart disease has to yield to your name. Digestive problems have to yield to your name. Mental illness has to yield to your name, oh God. Satan has to yield to your name, oh God. So, Lord, we thank you, oh God, that we can stand firm and know, oh God, that we have the authority to call on the name that is above every name, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord, and we thank you for every spoken prayer, oh God. And there's no unspoken prayers, oh God, because we will proclaim, we will speak, we will announce, oh God, the things that are on our hearts, oh God, concerning ourselves and concerning others, oh God. Lord, and as we come off mute, oh God, we put those things and we announce those things in the heavens, oh God, that we speak to you with boldness, oh God. Lord, that we proclaim the things that are doing to us unto our inheritance, oh God. Lord, we thank you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come together, oh God, in corporate prayer, oh God. Take your phones off me and acknowledge the name Lord, that we don't have to accept, hallelujah, the things that go on, oh God. Lord, that we can call those things that aren't as they were and be the common man, oh God. Lord, that we have a voice of each of them. 
As we have entered into the courtroom, oh God, into the courts of heaven, oh God, we come, oh God, and we lay at your feet, we bow, oh God, and we say, holy, 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 Lord, we thank you, oh God, that you wouldn't hold not one good thing from us, oh God. Lord, we thank you, oh God, that we trust in you while we wait on you, oh God. Every promise, oh God, that you have given us, oh God. Every word that you have spoken over our life, oh God. Lord, we wait and we rest in you, oh God. Lord, we thank you that you are not a man that you, that you shall lie, nor the son of man that you that you shall repent. But if you said it, oh God, shall you make it good, oh God. And we thank you, oh God for being true, for being the word, oh God. Lord, I ask that you bless my sister as she come, oh God, as she come, oh God, and proclaim the word, oh God. Lord, 
Let your anointing rain or pour down over her, O oh God, as she pour out, O oh God. Let the Holy Spirit, O oh God, stand up bold in her, O oh God. Hallelujah. Let her be flat-footed as she is, O oh God, standing in the word and proclaiming, O oh God, bringing all to uh, deliverance, O oh God, and we thank you, O oh God. Lord, bless her and bless her indeed. Everything that's connected to her, everyone that's connected to her, Lord, uh, let the blessing of the Lord pursue her and overtake her, O oh God. As she proclaim your word, O oh God, she will work from the overflow. So, Lord, we bless your name and we thank you for this this call, O oh God, this place where we come and we can to declare victory in your name. Amen. The call is in your hands, be God. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Wednesday to each and every one of you. It's my favorite day of the week, and I mean it. Every Wednesday, we have set aside to do what we do with an end goal, an end game of not just walking in the authority when we were saved, but knowing it with confidence and competence. Today we have set aside for fasting and prayer, seeking the Father's face and the will of God for our lives. Amen. 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 Thank you, valuable. Thank you, Shell, for um, today, but I thank you for your heart for the Father. Thank you for your heart of service consistently. Um each and every one of you are appreciated beyond words. Amen. Um, I'm super excited about this particular series only because I know it's not just, um, it's not coincidental, first and foremost. And um, the practicality of how things are set up, I thank God for um, Lady Liz on yesterday. and. Um, her emphatic share. <laughs> and today I promised that I would do something a little bit different. I want to um, finish laying the groundwork. There is so much to this particular teaching. There is so much um, to uh, the context and the structure. But more importantly, I want to ensure that you have methods and means by which to employ and deploy the truth of the word of God, not just on your behalf, but on behalf of future generations. That means your kids, your grandkids, your great-grandkids. I pray that um, something is said this morning that will take you out of complacency and push you into the place of fervency. Amen? Amen, amen, and amen again. Now, it is my hope that you would end this month specifically. Be sure to show up with pen and paper if you are capable. Um, I know some of you are at work, and all of that is fine, but um, know that it is important that you may be uh, not just take notes, for the sake of, and copious notes at that, not just for the sake of jotting stuff down, but for real, um, in learning to legislate and navigate um, as a kingdom citizen, in all honesty, there were things I just didn't know, you guys. 
And we, we have this saying, you don't know what you don't know until somebody tells you what you don't know. I, I just didn't know. And so some of us, again, all well-meaning, uh, some of us that grew up in very religious um, atmospheres and environments where it was just a custom or the tradition of showing up Sunday after Sunday, listening to the preacher teach, uh, but never really walking away with solid level of understanding for yourself. And so, um, again, declare victory, not being a quote-unquote church, but absolutely here to ensure that you're able to put feet on the ground, um, get solid food, some of which, again, and, and don't ever take my word for anything that I say, always do your quote-unquote due diligence in identifying, uh, my grandmother would say it like this, uh, you eat the meat and spit out the bones. Everybody doesn't know everything. I, I haven't met anybody yet that has everything perfect. Um, and and in some cases, even say stuff wrong. Listen, child, that's why Second Timothy 2 and 15 is in place for that very reason, so that you have the ability to go back and study for yourself. Learn for yourself. Do not ever take anybody's full throttle um, idea, opinion, analysis um, at face value. Always go back and you interrogate the text on your own. Amen. All right. So right before I go into um, the primary teaching, I want to give you some very fundamental things. And I want to remind everybody that's um, in leadership on Declare Victory that you are a declarer, you share on a regular basis, um, you are a prayer warrior. Listen, Rochelle and um, Natasha are, and, and Moni are gracious enough to send reminders, but please, ma'am, please, sir, know that the ambassador page always has the updated schedule. If you ever see a conflict, don't hesitate to reach out to one of them. I just make sure the flyers are prepared, um, and I just wanted you guys to know that, that that the information that I use to make the flyers is always in a station, stationary uh, place monthly. You tap the calendar, you tap the month, and you'll see the full schedule. Amen? Amen. All right. Um, that being said, again, I hope you have your pen and your paper handy. Yesterday, I received a text message, um, and, and I, I told Krishanda I was going to do this. She sent me a text message. She said, Dan, I keep on hearing Perry Mason theme music. <laughs> and she also sent me something, and it, it was really, really powerful, considering what we do here and how we do it. Um, I thought it was not only relevant, but it, it is very poignant in that for where we are headed, um, some things you you have to know only for the sake of your growing, the sake of your coming into the knowledge of Christ and who he is for your life. And she said, I kept on keep on hearing this Perry Mason music. And then she sent me the definition um, 
of what the show itself was about. Now, for some of you guys, you may be too young to know who Perry Mason was. But I remember coming home from school and watching Perry Mason on a constant base. I thought it was one of the most, uh, dear, like most women, you know, we watch uh, the next 48 child Lifetime Movie Network. We watch Criminal Minds and things of that nature. So Perry Mason was my introduction to um, investigative reports type shows. And even though it was fiction, um, he had a very specific role. And I thought that um, what she shared was extremely interesting. Um, and it, it goes to stand much for um, what my role, my job, and responsibility is, even as it relates to declare victory. And so the show description says that defense attorney Perry Mason defends dozens of falsely accused people over the course of this long-running courtroom drama, and he manages to clear each and every one of them usually by drawing out the real criminal on the witness stand. Um, so I, I thought that um, relevant for my assignment to all of you that get up every day at, uh, consistently at 6 a.m., some of you for the last eight years, some of you are very recent, but for real, <laughs> my job is to teach you how to get to a place where uh, being on the witness stand isn't troublesome. It's actually doing you a favor. That's what this teaching is all about. So there are a couple of things that you need to understand as it relates to legislating effectively. You, you have to know that there is a thing called due process. Beyond what, what is due process? I'm glad you asked. The due process of law, right? A fundamental principle of fairness in legal matters, both civil and criminal, especially in the court system. All legal procedures set by the statutes and the court practices, including notice of rights, must be followed for each individual so that no prejudicial or unequal treatment will result. While somewhat indefinite, the term can be gauged by its aim to safeguard both private and public rights against unfairness. The universal guarantee of due process is the Fifth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, which provides no person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. And it is applied to all states by the 14th Amendment from the basic principles flow many legal decisions determining both um, procedural and substantive rights, right? So in other words, it is the ebb and flow of the legal system, um, which all have access to. Uh, this is derived from kingdom legislation, which is all scriptural. Um, I'm, I'm sharing this because um, I want you to get familiar with legal jargon. That's it. 
um, there there are restraining orders, there are court dockets, court documents, there are um and, and even though we're we're talking about legislating, you have to understand that there is um a thing called courts of heaven or operating in the courts of heaven, right? You have to understand that there is fair treatment through the normal judicial system, especially as a citizen that you are entitled to. There are things that you are owed in the natural and in the spirit. There are things that you have um, the ability to operate in and from. Really quick, before I go any further, please, ma'am, please, sir, Make sure your phone is muted. Check, double check, and triple check. Let me give you a second to do that. Okay. All right. So, okay, let, let, let's go to work, y'all. So you have to understand um, that there are realms. There are dispensation, right? So just so that I don't confuse you, um, let me let me give you the basic definition of what a realm is. Realms, again, like like all of this, it's all governmental and judicial language. It is all very relevant and poignant to where we are um, with regard to learning how to legislate on the behalf of yourself, on the behalf of who you are assigned to, and on the behalf of literally your bloodline and future generations. When you understand that there are levels to prayer, there are levels to legislation, there are levels to adjudication, there are levels to prosecution, there are levels to defense, right? Everything has a structural procedural process that, again, you have to be aware it exists in order to put it into full operation. In this particular dispensation or government or level or layer of being a believer, and and I want to say it so that uh, a two-year-old can understand it, everybody has um, their own ranking right? No different than um, a military platoon, um, and and I'm sure uh, Brother E can expound on that perhaps a little bit later, but there are things that happen in organized um, platoons. There are things that happen in organized armies or um, those that operate from a specific place have instructions. And I don't I don't know what the rankings are in the military. I don't know how to how to break it all down, but so it is in the spirit, right? Now, all of that is based on your efforts, um, your intents and purposes, and what you were literally created for with regard to operating in what we call the earth realm. It is it is really important that you understand where you land so that you are not operating outside of your legal rights, right? So as, 
as any other government, every kingdom has its its laws, its presidencies, its principles, its precepts, and its preset or established um, footing and or spacing. Now, um, there are certain things that Holy Spirit gave me specific instructions for each and every one of you. I want you to write this down because it's important, right? When when I initially um, was exposed to the truth that the Bible is not just a book that we read. Um, it is not just um, rules. It is an alive, very relevant, Docket, document, um, and the kingdom constitution. It is important that you understand that there are specific words that will activate different things in who you are. Um, you spend enough time with certain people, people that are gifted, skilled, or called to certain offices. There are are, there is what happens, um, and I'm sure you've heard this terminology before, there are different impartations that happen literally just from being connected to people, <clears throat> right? It, it's important that you understand what the word accusations really means. Some of this stuff I'm not going to tell you. You know why I'm not going to tell you? Go study. Go look it up. Okay, go and read. It's really important for your future, for your children's future, for your children's children's future. Now, what you'll begin to notice when you start to do your due diligence during due process, you'll start to notice that the vernacular or the language in the word of God has so many different um, legal guys and legal structures that it'll start to become practical. So for the people that are religious and even me talking about the fact that there are courts of heaven, it makes you uncomfortable. I'm really glad because what it, what it will do is force you to go a little bit further. I want you to learn how to do simple things like Google the word accusations in the Bible and phrase it just like I said it. I want you to become accustomed to looking up just judge in the Bible and look it up and see how many instances it is stated, how many times um, it is, is shared in the Old Testament, how many times it is shared in the New Testament. We're talking about legislation. You will never be able to effectively deploy legislation that has the power to adjudicate on your behalf until you understand the basic premise. So this is not a preachy message. This is instructional, okay? All right. I want you to look up words like accusation, the accuser in the Bible. I want you to Google stuff like that. Now, I'm going to go through certain scriptures today, but I want you to be able to navigate what it looks like to come into the knowledge of Christ for yourself. Don't ever take, especially because these legal matters here, they're not regular. 
Like this is a this is a big deal. This will be the difference between whether or not you have power. Um, this will be the difference on whether or not you experience victories or not. For some of you, you pray and get no results. You pray too much and don't get results, it'll challenge your faith. It'll have you in places of depression and anxiety and be you'll be stuck in fear because you don't see the hand of God on your life and you're doing a whole bunch of begging and not legislating. So so I'm, I'm sharing all of this so you learn how to operate, not only in the courts of heaven, but so that as an intercessor, if that's what you're called to, which we all are, you know how to maneuver in different realms and dispensations. You know how to move from one level of faith to the next. It is imperative for not just your survival, but for you being effective and operating from a place of power as opposed to defeat, okay? All right, so, um, if you even look up the word accusations and you start to deal with when Jesus, the dispensation of Jesus and grace began to be deployed in Matthew and all of the gospels and even down into Acts. There are many times when you talk about um, Pilate and um, all of the different, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, when he was under strenuous accusation, and every single time they would attempt to um, adjudicate, there was always this rebuttal. Listen, the man hasn't done anything. I don't find him guilty of anything. You'll see that word accusation multiple times concerning Jesus and him being put in a place where even his silence um, puzzled the people because he never bothered to defend himself because he already realized that he wasn't guilty, right? Um, there are several different scriptures that will remind you that Jesus and his death, as paramount as, as it was, was the necessary part of due process for us to have the access of legislating in the earth realm that the kingdom would come to earth, right? Um, imagine if everybody understood what their true legal rights were, if everybody understood what it really meant to legislate in the courts, if everybody understood that we have a right, a legal right to not just um pray for houses and God, I need a miracle by you paying my rent and um, Lord, watch little Bobo because he bad. And you, little things that have absolutely no bearing on outcome. We are all very familiar with the passage of scripture, Psalms 104. It says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. That scripture, I think, was probably one of the most numbing scriptures for me. It didn't give me the full essence of the truth that the courts of heaven and their full operation are not only available to me, but it is a literal place. Get this. If you start to even do stuff like Google, 
the courts of heaven, you'll notice that it'll say the first and second courts, right? The, that means that there are levels to the court, no different than there is uh, the, the regular court that tries and, and gives verdicts on behalf of uh, basic criminal stuff, but there is also the Supreme Court. That means that there are certain things that are handled in the earth realm as we pray and legislate that are lower level issues, right? Like things that uh, deal with perhaps your health, uh, perhaps your, your relationships. Those are lower level things. Uh, th then there are things that are high level Things. There are things that, and, and I can't determine what's high level for you or what's low level for you. At this point, m most of the stuff um, is really low level. It is not until you get into different rankings as a kingdom citizen that for real you start facing high level court adjudication processes, right? Psalms 9 and 8 says this, and he will judge the world in righteousness. He will execute judgment for the people with equity. The word equity in and of itself, we never, um, uh, well, I know, I don't know, I'm going to speak for myself. I didn't even consider the fact that even as we speak dealing with racism, those are high-level issues, dealing with the demon of murder, that's high-level court issues. We didn't really know that it applied to us in our now and operating in a place of being able to effectively and appropriately legislate in the earth realm through the heavenlies and keeping in mind that there are different levels of light or different realms in which we get to a place of in prayer. For most of us, our prayers are so surface, we don't ever lose time. So for people who are a little peculiar like myself, there are times that I may go into prayer and it's daytime and I come out of prayer and it's dark time. Now, does that happen all the time? It does not. But there are times where things shift, not just in the natural, but I can feel the shift in the spirit. It is when I get to a place where I know I am in the place of the throne room. I am in the place of the threshing floor on a on a different level. Now, some people will say, well, Dion, that's all Old Testament. No, it's, it's not all Old Testament. Just keep on reading. And, and I need you to know that the Old Testament is not uh, invalid. It is not, um, we don't, we don't discard it or throw it away. There are things that are very important that apply to our now that are hidden in the Old Testament. The, the Bible even talks about, behold, I'll show you mysteries that you did not know. It's up, up, to, up to us to search out scripture and to learn how to apply the word of truth to our lives with intentionality. Let me give you another scripture. Revelation 20 and 12. And I saw the dead, the great and the small, standing before the throne. Listen. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged from the things which were written in the book according to their deeds. Now, you guys hear me say quite often, one moment. Lord, open the scroll. Allow me to see what's written in the books of me. 
we hear the terminology, we are living epistles, right? So, so know this. When we legislate, if we legislate from a place of being, um, we can say it like this for practicality purposes, locked in, right? When, when you start to understand that we are empowered with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit so that we can operate from a place of knowing, right? When I say a place of knowing, see, after a while, it's not enough to stab in the dark. It's not enough to guess. When you have access to knowing, the Bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. They're ordered by God. When you give yourself permission, um, when when you give yourself permission to operate from a place of understanding, number one, that you literally have legal rights. You literally have the power um, to operate from a place of clarity, um, from a place of power and authority, from a place of being, uh, from a place of victory and not victimhood. See, unfortunately, for many of us, we have to unlearn what being a victor really is. And and I can speak for myself. I absolutely um, did not understand how powerful this kingdom we are a part of gives us permission to be everything that the word of God says we are. Now, does it mean that you'll know every step? Um, Does it mean that you'll understand everything? No, it doesn't mean that. But what it does do um, is that it will start to unlock things down on the inside of you. You'll even start to notice your creativity be enhanced. You'll start to notice um, uh, your words and your confidence um, begin to stand up. Like I-, I can listen to who I am now, and sometimes this is this is what I say, and I'm I'm not being funny. I'm like, did I just say that? Where, like, where did that just come from? Right. Well, Dion, how how does that happen? It happens from intentionality. It's like anything else, anything that you would completely throw yourself at. You completely put yourself in a place where you are empowering, um, inspiring, and encouraging. It's it's almost like uh, attending university or going to grad school or dealing with something that's post-grad. You you go into a, a doctoral program or a PhD program. The acquisition of that particular attainment, it changes how you navigate. It changes how you problem solve. It changes how you engage. Uh, for some of us, and, and that would be myself, with just a high school diploma, some of, some of the things um, that I say, <laughs> I'm like, how, how did I know that? The Bible says this, and the Holy Spirit will teach you all things, not some of them, all things, right? So First Peter 4 and 17, and I'm going to tell everybody right now, don't ask me to send you scripture. Go back and listen 
or write them down while I'm teaching. Okay? That that's my instruction. That's not me being that's not me being curt. Literally. That's that's my instruction. Um normally I would be like, okay, no, 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 no. We're gonna grow up. Amen. First Peter four and seventeen. For it is time for judgment to begin with the household of God. And if it begins with us first, what will be the outcome of those who do not obey the gospel of God? Now, again, when it comes to even the the just judge, it is our responsibility as the body of Christ to know our legal ramifications so that when we go out and do what we are actually called to do, which is evangelize, and and to go through steps and processes that that um, are instructional and bring people into a place of discipleship, right? We are to go and make disciples. See, we got we got Sunday morning service down to a science. I, listen, I'm not a Sunday morning service girl. I love church. I love Sunday morning. But let me tell you what I love even more. I love being able to legislate. I love being able to execute. I love being able to impact. I love being able to see an outcome. That means being outside the four walls. That means um, going into places that other people don't necessarily care to go in. I, I don't mind the train tracks. I don't mind the homeless encampments. It's where I live. It's where I get my life. It's what makes my heart beat fast, right? So in order to do that, um, God brings judgment to us. So for for some of you, this message should be a little convicting. Maybe I should know a little more. Man, I'm telling you, you should, right? You should actually know what you have access to so that you're not just operating as the ants do, which are really effective workers, but if you're operating outside of purpose, you're out of position for promise. I want for you to live and thrive in a place of promise. How do you get there? You have to learn how to legislate, right? You you have to learn how to legislate. A very familiar passage of Scripture, this is Luke 19 and 8. Um, and Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation, I restore him fourfold, right? Listen. Sometimes we sit under accusations that have absolutely nothing to do with us. We sit under accusations that are historical, that are based on bloodline infractions, that are based on things our grandparents, our great-grandparents did. But until you address the accusations, you can't move past anything. Now, in due process, all accusations have to be addressed before there can be an actual court proceeding. In the courtroom, in and of itself, yesterday, um, Lady Liz talked about the bailiff, right? And so here in this, this place, there are specific offices, there are specific positions, there are specific locations, even in the courts, right? So you have the bench, you have the bar, you have the prosecutor's desk, you have the defense attorney's desk, you have the accused, you have the accuser. We have all these different things. We have the chambers. And if you start to read the word, you'll start to notice all this language that's been there all the time, right? All this language that, 
that you've had access to all the time, but because you didn't know what that stuff meant concerning you or relating to you, you didn't necessarily know how to deploy it, right? Um, so the, the word legislation in and of itself is um, really the legal ramifications or the legal actions to really understanding that as an intercessor, as a kingdom citizen, as a believer, um, it is really important that you understand that you are, for real, the battle axe of the king, right? He yields us so that we can tear down, dismantle, destroy, pull up, uproot, um, and reestablish some things. So in order for anything to be built effectively, unfortunately, even in construction, let's Let's go here for a second. There is a thing called demolition. Let me let me give you this scripture real quick. Jeremiah 51 and 20. Jeremiah 51 and 20. I'm not going to read it on purpose. You read it. I know what it says. The prayer warrior is considered an axe, literally, in the hand of the master. Right? It is it is very important that you understand that a dull axe cannot cut effectively. A dull axe will have you in a position where you are exerting extra energy that was not necessary, right? And and I'm gonna give you scripture to go with that, and I'm not reading it. You read it. Ecclesiastes ten and ten. A dull axe can't penetrate anything. A dull axe eventually becomes a hammer, right? So that which was meant to cut or to chop ultimately becomes something that will just bang and not be effective. For some of us, that's what we are. Dull axes, because you don't take the time to sharpen yourself. How do you sharpen, how do, you, how do I sharpen myself, Beyond The only way to sharpen yourself Number one is by consistent prayer, right? And 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 I don't mean talk walk around talking about numb your whole reggae kill and chanting all day. I'm not talking about that. But the discipline of prayer, the discipline of living a fasted life, which is why we fast on Wednesday, so that you can be built up in the spirit, so that when it's time to fast, you're not about to die or pass out or anything like that. God honors the sacrifice of your prayer. It assists in the process of you becoming effective in being able to legislate on behalf of yourself, your loved ones, and those that you are assigned to empower. It is important that you under, understand the power of your sacrifice, right? It is important that you understand that it is necessary for you to know what the legal ramifications or processes are, right? It is also important that you understand that there are accusations, there are dockets out with your name on them. There are things that have already been established in the, the kingdom world, in the different um, sects with regard to what the word of God says about you and what the enemy is using to torment you or your children or your grandchildren. I, I promise you, if you're dealing with something and the same system keeps coming up over and over and over again, there is an accusation 
that you have not addressed. There is something that has happened in the spirit realm that you have not taken note of because you didn't know that it existed. There, let me say it again. There are accusations, which are legal documents that the enemy has against you. And you can study the chapter of Job when the initial conversation was had between God and the enemy. And he said, what are you doing? I'm looking for who I can destroy. Have you considered my servant Job? Listen, no, because he got that hedge around him. God said, that's all right. I'll take the hedge back. You can't kill him, but go have at it simply because um, I know he's not going to change his mind about who he said I am. And so the enemy knew that Job was upright. He did not have a bunch of accusations um, on Job. He couldn't do nothing. All he could do was try his faith, right? There are legal documents right now. If, if your marriage is struggling, Go back and look at your bloodline. Go take a look at, at your mom and your grandmother and your or your, your father and your grandfather and what their marriage looked like historically. Those are things that you can actually address legally. You have a right to, right? If there are things you see in your children, um, you know, be it uh, addiction, be it uh, mental illness, be it cancer, listen, the only reason I know is because I had to find out. I had to learn how to aim. Unspoken prayer requests are ineffective. They don't give anybody permission to legislate on your behalf. Don't call me and ask me to pray for something unspoken. I ain't doing it. Okay? Tell, tell me so that I can aim. Tell me so that I have a legal premise, so that I can find a legal right to access. What's that? Let's aim. Right there, there are specific things that you have to understand that if, if you're dealing with a spirit of poverty, I guarantee you, if you start to do the history and, and do the blood work and start to look down your bloodline, you'll find poverty, point blank, and you'll find it in the courts. You'll find it in prayer. You'll find it, and I'm telling you what, what ends up happening as time goes on is the Lord will start to literally, um, for, for some people, it's just drop something in your spirit. For me, I see pictures. I see movies. I see, see things moving. It looks like I'm watching a television show, right? So, so if, in fact, you have some things out, God gave you a business, and he keeps telling you the same thing over and over and over again. He keeps telling you that this is the thing I want you to do. This is the thing I want you to do. And with that in mind, you, you keep getting stuck, right? And you're trying to figure out why you're stuck. You're trying to figure out why you can't move around. You're trying to figure out why you can't get no traction. For some of you guys, it's limitation. You get to a certain place and you get completely thrown off, right? There, there seems like this um, invisible barrier, this this uh, invisible force field that is over the top of you and you can't get to uh, the other side. It's because you've not legislated. It's because you've not gone before the Father with the proper information. But if you would set aside a time, and I'm going to give you guys this, my sole responsibility in life, right, what I'm called to do is bring you out of a place of ignorance. And I'm not saying stupid. I'm talking about being unaware. I was just unaware of certain things. I didn't know. I didn't know that I could um, get to a place of freedom. I didn't know that I could get to a place. And, and now, mind you, again, I'm not perfect. I'm just not where I was. You can't sell me a bunch of wolf tickets, not in, not in this season, 
in this season, um, I'm clear that I have authority. I'm clear that I'm a son. I'm clear that I have legal rights. I'm clear that I get to move around and nobody can stop me. I'm clear that I can't die until I'm finished. My goal, my aim is that you get to a place of clarity. You get to a place of understanding. You get to a place of wisdom that takes you into a relationship with Abba that changes the outcome where you don't just pray, right? Where you understand that you carry an atmosphere of, of, of ramifications that covers many things. That when you walk into a room, everything has to shift because you showed up. You have to understand that it's your responsibility to know that every place your foot trods, you have authority in. That every place you go, it has to lean into you. It has to submit to you. You are the authority in the room. That's what understanding your legal parameters will do for you. I walk in a room, I, that's, that's, I need, that room belongs to who God says I am in that moment and what my presence is responsible for bringing to the room. So like Sunday morning worship service should be full of a whole bunch of people that understand they have dominion. It shouldn't take a, a song. It shouldn't take an organ key. It shouldn't take a worship leader saying, come and let us enter his gate. There is something that happens when believers who know who they are, what their legal rights are, when they gather. Um, I thank God for, for real, my front row. We could be in a room. We could be riding down the street. It takes nothing for us to go into worship. We don't have to conjure up an atmosphere. We bring it. We carry it. We walk in it. We sit in it. We stand in it. I would like for each and every one of you to do that. When you walk in a room, they should see that you are love and light. You should be apologetic about it. They should see that you love Jesus without you ever saying, I love Jesus. Nobody needs to hear that. Be it. Stand in it. Operate in it. Legislate from that place, that location. When you walk in a room, people should have an idea of the fact that something has to be different about who you are. Not because you said it, but because you are it. Because you embody it. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We have uh, a power. We have an, <coughs> excuse me, an authority that no one can take. Right? We, we have um, something down on the inside of us, literally, that gives us um, the, the operating power to change a room. Not only to change a room, but to change an outcome. Right? Romans 8 and 33 says this. Who can bring an accusation against God, God's elect? God is the one who justifies. God is the one who justifies. Right? Get this. Second Corinthians 13 and 1. This will be the third time I am coming to you. Every accusation must be verified by two or three witnesses. This is, again, just to let you know, like literally, there is a language that as an intercessor, there's a language that as a kingdom citizen, there's a language that as a believer, you have to become familiar with. There is vernacular that is necessary for you to be able to operate in the courts of heaven, to operate in whatever realm or dispensation you are allotted in this um, 
existence. Like you, 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 there are things that you must know. And I promise you, somebody is waiting on you to know who you are. <laughs> somebody is waiting for you to have the confidence and the competence to contend, not just for yourself, but for those that you are assigned to. Somebody is waiting for you to know who you are on a whole nother level. Somebody is expecting that you would graduate from baby food and move into at least some chicken. <laughs> you might you might not eat steak straight away, but but praying praying the little sweet nice kind prayers. No man, uh, Lord, please have mercy. No ma'am. No no no. I'm talking directly to uh, uh, the endocrine system. I'm talking directly to the T cells. I, I want to have a conversation with your pancreas. I want to let your uh, uh, your third and fourth vertebrae know that they have to line up with what the truth of God says. See, when you understand your authority, you can be direct. You can assert yourself in a different fashion, especially when you dealt with whatever accusations the enemy might have against you. You have a different type of authority because you recognize, listen, especially if you learn how to live a, a, a fasted life and you learn how to live a chaste life. I'm not just talking about um you know, just basic and primitive and uh, hella religious. I'm not, I'm not talking about none of that. Ain't nobody interested in that. What I'm talking about is really understanding the truth of what God says about you is for you. It really is. Like when you start to talk to your money and you tell your bank account ending in uh, 7650, you shall reflect what the Lord says about me, but you still got to get up and do the work, whatever the work is for you. You still got to get up and do uh, the leg movement that is necessary for you to go into different territories. When you find that you have a hole in your pocket, you want to find out where the hole comes from. Uh, I come against and apply the blood of Jesus all the way back to Jesus himself. I, I apply the blood to my bloodline, to my children and my children's children. I execute the authority the God-given authority to legislate in the heavens that my children will suffer no lack and poverty won't come nigh them. I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed beg bread. You have a right to go in uh, to the courts of heaven, to go before the throne of grace with confidence, knowing that he will never deny his children of anything, but you've got to know that it's for you. You've got to know that you have access. You've got to know what you have access to. I can't tell you all of that. What I just did this morning, and again, we got four weeks of this. I was able to uh, trick my pastor in. <laughs> Listen, I, you know I like to trick people. Um, trick my pastor. He's going to be sharing um, one day this month. And I'm, I'm excited about it for several different reasons. But for real, this is a season of kingdom partnershiping right? Where you start to connect. When, when God wants to take you to a different place, he sends you a person. I'm telling you something, right? When he wants to pull you into a different location and keeping in mind that every Wednesday, um, Gloria Greganius is the instructor for, um, for the Archer Circle. And every Thursday for the women, there is the women walk it out call. And on Friday, Dee Dee does um, and deals a lot with warfare, spiritual warfare, and really um, dealing with the emotions of a believer on Friday Night Live. There are things for you to grow that, that, that don't have nothing to do with me. It's not me. This ain't 
even me shouting out declare victory. These are relationships, right? These are safe rooms. These are places where you can grow comfortably, where it's intimate. You can um, be transparent and not have to worry about people sending you to hell because you ain't figured it all out yet. In order to legislate effectively, you've got to have the right people around you. You've got to have you a tribe. You've got to have you a squad. You've got to have people that will hold you accountable for who God says you are. There are people that God will place around you that will teach you how to legislate because they see in you what you don't see in yourself. They see the greatness down on the inside of you. There's a confidence that comes when other people pour into you without a motive, without an agenda, without an objective. Objective. I don't I don't have an agenda. All I want to see at the end of the day is you win. All I want to see is your children freer than you ever were. All I want to see is the peace of your grandchildren. And at the end of the day, the only way that's manifested is if you engage the kingdom from which you say you come. See, everybody, all y'all, everybody that's been confessed Jesus, you'll go to heaven, right? But most of us will probably get there and be like, dang, I could have had this, this, and that. Yeah. But how come you didn't obtain it? Because you didn't know your legal rights. So I, I pray that that's eradicated in this season. And I know I went long. Um, I would apologize, but I don't got to. So um, <laughs> this is the time we have set aside for all those that may have joined the call a little bit late. Didn't get a chance to say, hey, now's your time. Hey, y'all. Good morning. This is Tuanita. Great declaration. Hey. Amen. 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 Hi, Dion. Hey, Denise. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Hey, hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Pastor um, PR here. Hey, PR. Good morning. Good morning. It's Denise. Hey, Denise. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. It's <laughs> Destiny. Hey, Des. Good morning. Hi, baby. Kiss him. <laughs> Anybody else? Angela. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Sanai J. Hey, Sanai J. Good morning, Good morning. Patricia. God bless you. Hey, Patricia. Good morning. Blessings. Good morning, Gigi. This is Sunshine. Hey, Sunshine. Good morning. Who else was that? I'm sorry. Gigi. Hey, Gigi. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. Anybody else? This is Mary. Hey, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Diamond in the back. I'm Rooftop. Good morning, Sonny. Digging in the scene. <laughs> Anybody else? Good morning, Good morning. Dion. It's Gloria. Hey, Chloe. Good morning. And her baby sister. <laughs> Good morning. 
Good morning, it's Elsie. Hey, El, good morning. It's good to hear your voice. Good morning, morning Dion. It's persistent. Hey, persistent. Good morning. Hey, Dion. Hey, Cheryl. Morning. Good morning, Jubilant. Good morning, dedicated Denise. Hey, Jubilant. Hey, dedicated Denise. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Diane. Hey, Lady Di. Good morning. Hey, Dion. Good morning. Hey, Chris. Morning. Anybody else? Hey, man. Anybody have any questions, comments, or commentary? I know I said a lot this morning. Good morning. This is Topaz. I um, I just want to say thank you guys once again for um, having this prayer line and bringing us all together. Um, one of the things that stood out with uh, what you were saying, the very first thing that I thought about was um, you were talking about operating out of your jurisdiction um, and basically illegally operating. And the very first thing that I thought about was in the book of Acts, when um, the evil spirits um, basically spoke back to those men that were trying to, the exorcists that were supposed to be casting out the demons and said, Paul, I know. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> that was the very first thing that came to mind. Like, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But you, I don't know. So um, it was just interesting that you had said that and Holy Spirit brought that up for me. And I was just like, okay, I- I'm making the connection. And I just wanted to thank you uh, for giving giving us this, this information and giving us scriptures to be able to go back and reference. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is my absolute and utter honor. Thank you for um, receiving it. And I, I mean that from the bottom of my heart so fast. I pray you grow. That's, I, that's I, I feel like I'm growing so much um, just in this short time. Uh, a lot of the things that you guys have been talking about and the things that you have been speaking over this line has been so real. Um, not only uh, just today, but the other night, I, I thought something was going on with myself and I had to really remember what we talked about you guys had uh, basically said a prayer saying that when we go back to read the word that you pray that holy spirit will bring those certain words make them jump off the page i pulled my phone close i pushed that phone far away because there were so many words that were standing i was like is it bold is it me i'm thinking something's <laughs> going on with my eyesight no y'all don't understand i got so much excitement in me right now i mean it's like all kind of nerves are running around um i had told the story when i first got on here how I had lost my eyesight in 2020. I went blind for six weeks due to diabetes and how mm. God restored me. And so when mm-hmm. all of this was happening, I was going, Holy Spirit, is this you? Like, like I've never seen these <laughs> words be so bold. I started freaking out. I said, let me go ahead and start praying. I started praying and commanding healing over myself. I had to share it with my, with my boyfriend. And I said, hey, look, I don't know what's going on. I said, but it never <laughs> happened to me. 
in that way. And we, we talked about what we had, you know, the different scriptures that were uh, going on on the call yesterday. And I'm just so excited. Thank you all for having me, for inviting me. And, oh, I'm sorry, I get a little long-winded, so let me just say this one last thing. Um, Sister Sylvia, the chaplain over at Walnut Creek Kaiser, you just said that this was confirmation for me. You just said that God, when he has a purpose for you or he has something that you want, uh, he wants you to do, he will send somebody to you. I kept trying to figure out, I'm applying for the jobs. Why am I not getting a job? What am I supposed to do here? And he sent Sister Sylvia to me and she connected me with this prayer line. And I'm just so grateful. Praise God. And may God continue to bless her in everything that she does. Thank you all for Amen. having me. Amen. We're honored to have you, babe. Keep coming. Keep coming and look and tell your dude. It's not just girls here. Most most of these he was great on the call with me first thing this morning. He was on the call <laughs> with me, but he had to go to work. So I was like, I want you to listen. I want you to listen. But thank you guys. And I will. I'm actually gonna give him the number. This time I just called and I had him listen until he had to walk out the door. Amen. Amen. Well, just keep showing up, babe. Keep showing up. I'm excited, and and soon you'll find your sound. Thank you. Thank you. I received that. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Deanna. Hey, this is Georgia. Hey, good morning, Georgia. Good morning. So you said that there's sometimes there's areas in our life where we are stuck and um, that it could, it, be, it could be because there are accusations made against us, um, you know, in the spiritual realm that we're not aware of. And so... Um, since I've been on this call and in the mindful group, you know, there are some things that I have been um, loose from by the grace of God, but there are still some areas in my life that have uh, some strongholds and um, I'm to, to find out if that is an accusation um, is the way to find that out through fasting, fasting and prayer. So, so in some cases, fasting will do it, but in most cases, um, honestly, Georgia, you can you can get to a place where Holy Spirit will start to reveal to you things just in meditation. So we are not taught to, and and meditation is part of legislation. Just so just mm-hmm. so you're clear. So I'll I'll teach on that next Wednesday. You know, and I'm not talking about transcendental meditation. I'm not talking about yoga meditation. I'm not talking about the way that the world meditates. The world will tell you to clear your mind, to take everything off your mind. Honey, listen, you mess around and clear your mind the wrong way, the enemy will flood your mind with things and give you the illusion that it's God. And it's Mm. a trick, right? We meditate on scripture. We meditate on the truth of the word of God. We don't meditate on an empty thought process. It is impossible to completely rid your mind of all thoughts, right? The unfortunate part is until you get to a place of security in your faith, and and that is an ongoing process, it never ends. You never get everything right. You never know everything. And when you do, you die, (laughs) right? So I thank God I'm alive. I ain't figured everything out, but I have the presence of mind to say, Father, what is it that you would have me meditate on? Most times for me, it may be a scripture. A great place to start is Psalms 119, 130. It's a great place to begin meditation. Now, in conjunction with meditating on a specific scripture, I create an atmosphere for worship. 
There are fragrances. There are stuff like, and, and for some people, I don't care what you say. I'm not new agey, nor am I witchy at all. I know what the word says. I apply the word. I create an atmosphere for there to be present. So sometimes I'll light my scented candles just to create a fragrance. The word says that we are to be a sweet-smelling savor in his nostrils, right? Our worship and the posture of our heart will determine the answers that we get in prayer. Our worship, our adoration, emptying our minds, sometimes we are in processes of prayer and we're saying one thing with our mouth, but God is experiencing something different from our heart. The key is for our heart and our mind to be in uniform unison so that they are simultaneously speaking to the heart of the Father from the heart of the Father. He went inside himself to create you. You go inside yourself where he created you, mind, body, spirit, and soul. They that love the Lord must love the Lord with all their heart, all their mind, all their strength, and all their soul. And that process takes time. You ever notice when you pray sometimes, you be all over the place in your head? Mm-hmm. There's a discipline that comes with making sure that you have a set time to do it. So initially, you some people, for me, I set an alarm. Wednesdays, my days is dedicated to things of kingdom building, period. I'm a listen to, I listen to preaching and teaching all the time. Anyway, I listen to worship music a lot. Um, but when we meditate, we meditate from a place of full surrender to God, and you have to practice it. Just like when you get a language, you have to practice it. See, now, I wouldn't, and, and, you know, Baptist churches don't teach you that, and specific, you know, holiness, kojic, apostolic, all them different um, faiths, they don't necessarily teach you to practice presence. You have to practice the presence of God. You have to practice sitting in his presence until you feel his power. You have to practice sitting in his presence till you think you're crazy. <laughs> till you think the page. Now, are these, are these words leaping off the page? Yep, that's practicing presence, for real. So if you, you start doing that, you start taking time, just schedule an hour to be like, Lord, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to read this one scripture. I'm going to repeat it. I'm going to say it over and over again. Take the scripture, and, and I'm telling you, if you make him your focus, he'll guide you into all truth. He'll walk you into what's wrong. Take a notebook with you and a pen. Or if you are if you do better with recording yourself, I'm telling you, if you sit in the presence and stop blaring things at God and tune your ear to hear his voice, he will speak to you just like you hear my voice. I promise. I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I experience consistently. Anybody else? Did I, did I answer you, Georgia? Is that okay? Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Good. Very good. Very good. Amen. Somebody else was about to speak right when Georgia was. It was me, Krishanda. Good morning. Hey, Beck. Um, we were just talking about practicing, and I was thinking each time that this lesson, I, we've talked about this a little bit before, the courts of heaven, and even now I'm like, man, this is really complicated um, to me, but um 
what God gave me, it's like a recipe, like people who cook, you, you often follow along the recipe, but after a while, you should start throwing salt and extra seeds, yep. even though you want garlic yep. and all this, or get a new new tool for your toolbox, mm-hmm. a new drill, what have you, you don't know how to use it, but the more you use it, the more familiar it becomes easier. So God bless you. Thank you for the new tools. And that's exactly how I felt. I was like, oh, my God, I'm retarded. I don't know anything. Oh, Jesus, I feel like an infant. Am I doing this right? And Tanya and I, when we first started going to um, the courts, we would be in prayer. And then she'd be looking at me. I'd be looking at her be like, "We don't, is, this, is this right? You think we're going to get in trouble? <laughs> right? Because they're literal. Like, like for real, that really happened, y'all. I promise. We we was we was spooked. We were scared. We was like, I don't I don't want to open up something, and then we'd be stuck. And oh, it was a mess. <laughs> it was it was a mess. And she she can attest to it. Hey, Amen. Anybody else have any questions, comments, or commentary? Hey, B. Hey. Hey, B. Can you speak um, when you get a chance those uh, restraining orders? Because I remember in spiritual warfare when we touched on that. And then I would talk about it to certain believers. They would look at me like I was crazy as if you don't have right. So that part, that was so good. And I appreciate, like you said, the teaching that we're getting on this is growing me up. And some things that you, you know, touched on, especially that generational stuff, is very, very important to free our children so that they're not stuck. Like you said, the poverty, the addiction, all of it just makes so much sense with those um Spiritual restraining order. <laughs> when you said that, because when I when I was because it happens, it's real. So I just wanted you to, um, if you can, just touch on that piece a little bit. So I'm not gonna go too deep into it, and and I'm gonna tell you why because it'll start a whole nother conversation. But what I will do is, um, as a matter of fact, um, I'm gonna Christina. That's your assignment. I want you to teach on restraining orders and cease and desist orders on your teach day. So that that is it's a it's a wonderful tool to have. It is a wonderful awareness to be brought into. <laughs> and and again, the only reason I'm not going to go into it is because it'll change the whole trajectory of the call. And and there are times where you're going to need to for real. And this requires your mouth. This requires you talking. This requires um, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened and you being opened up to the truth of what you have access to. And it is validated in the word of God. It's not, it ain't my opinion. Mm -hmm, Go ahead. I'm sorry. What day would it, what day and time will Christina be teaching on that? Um, I'm not positive. I don't have the calendar in front of me, but what what I will say is keep coming. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I I'd have to uh how about that? Yeah, don't don't play. That's okay. fine. Show up. That's fine. I'm new on the I'm new on the line, so I just wanna Okay. Okay. I'm no, I'm not sure. Who is this? I'm sorry. This is PR. Oh, that's PR. Okay. I thought it was. I I thought I was tricked. I'm I'm on schedule to teach the last oh. Monday of the month. The okay. last Sunday of the month. Okay, thank you, Christina. Mm-hmm. Because it's Monday. It's, it's Monday. a full teaching. Monday, Monday, Monday. It's a full teaching. It's not. It's I can't just touch on that because that's that's a whole process in and of itself. Thank you. Amen. Absolutely. Anybody else? Hey, Dion. This is Sonia. So oh. 
you 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 have me in my home office now. I have pulled out every legal book of mine, and That's I have a, good a start. new whole a whole everything, especially my legal terminology book, and I have a whole everything. I said, so I've been doing this for how twenty something years. It's a new everything. So mm-hmm. it's taking me from this plane to a whole nother plane, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh my goodness. So I could mm-hmm. take, like Sister Lady Liz said, objections. Yeah. So the objections I've been filing in the court on that oh, motion. Yeah. Yes, but that Literally. motion for summary judgment for that notice of motion for this. Oh, we, I can, I'm objecting here. Absolutely. So that deposition, yes. my whole everything, yes. my language. Yes. I've been doing this language for 20 years. Yeah. And now I'm that, so excited. I, yeah. I'm trying to hold it and contain it. I'm waking <laughs> my daddy up down the hallway and run around here and touch on mm-hmm. it. And and he just he's like, I've been telling you to do this, and mm-hmm. and me helping people fill out their paperwork that don't know how to fill out the paperwork that come to me because I get the phone calls. Yeah. I don't know how to fill out the paperwork. I don't understand what they're saying. Send it to me. Let me help you out. It. I'm so excited, y'all. I'm about to run. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's to run about. How to, to use what I know that's already in me. I'm so excited. I mean, I have pulled out all my books, all of my that's books, good. even what we've been using in the archer circle in our prayers. When I sit down and write the prayers, use the words that is already in me. It's an arsenal bubbling yep. up. And then you touched on something when you said the Fifth Amendment. They they are so against and saying we're believing people out there they don't want to believe in god but they don't realize the numbers that they're using that the fifth amendment is grace mm-hmm. that messed me up right there i said y'all don't want to believe in the lord thy god but you're using his numbers yeah i said okay let me i had to i said oh my whole thing's a mess now and i'm still trying to and i'm working on contracts that messed mm-hmm. me up even more because I'm binding contracts. I'm making contracts. Yep. Okay, let me. I gotta go back on me. That's you. You own it. You you own it. All you all you have to do Ooh. is be awakened to it. What once you are awakened to it, especially if you are any in any type of a legal process, if you you are a a, a, a legal secretary. Listen, you got you got an arsenal that's so gangster that you didn't even know was yours. <laughs> I mean, I pulled out my CCPs, my legal rules book for the state court, federal court, all of them. That's this very good. Looking at me. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah, okay, I'm going to meet. Very good. That's Sister Deanna Denise. Hey. Hey. You know what, guys? I'm hearing and learning so much, and I am so determined, even though I have days where I, you know, you know, like we all do, where we don't have the full knowledge, but I am determined to continue to um, to win this, you know, and to uh, know my true potential and know uh, my true rights for this. I'm very determined to win this and overcome so much. So thank you for this message. I've been uh, following and studying this, and I just, you know, very grateful for this message for this month. Amen. Amen. God be praised. Good morning. This is Dion. This is uh, Al. I've been humbly 
okay. being quiet and listening. <laughs> uh, I, I just a word came to my head. It's so impetuous and important is like discipline. You know, discipline. Discipline helps us release to succession. Um, I think about when I had COVID and I was in discipline because I had to be disciplined to stay in the room, to be disciplined to wait for my food to come from my wife, to be disciplined to get in the word of God, to be disciplined not to just um, re- refrain from his word, but stay in his word and not get caught up in other things where I could be twisted and turned by the by the adversary. So it's so important to me personally how discipline plays a big, huge part of our lives. And if we stay in that form, we will accomplish everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are absolutely, positively accurate, sir. Well, I mean, that was a that was a good crash. <laughs> hey, man, anybody else? And, and I know I said a lot. I know I probably made some people uncomfortable. Uh, I would apologize, but I'm 110% not sorry. I'm not. Not not even a little bit. Um, and I promise you, if you do the same work that I did, because as, just as uncomfortable as you are, in my religious state, in my state of being bound, um, all of this information was extremely uncomfortable and extremely unfamiliar. I felt like somebody had tried to trick me, I, all of the stuff. I did. I promise I did. But then I got to right here where I'm at. And I started to understand that we live from victory. God is not doing anything. Everything is done. It is information without revelation is useless. Now your responsibility is to pray for God to reveal to you the truth of who he is through his word, through worship, and through prayer. So that you begin to understand that it's not just for me to be free. It's not just for me to be, when I say I live in a level of unconcern I've never experienced before in my life. It will take you all day to ruffle my feathers. Because I understand that Romans 8 and 28 says emphatically that everything is working together. That means everything is employed to ensure that we win. Not after a while, right now. Is God not the God of next year or the year after that or the God of tomorrow? Is God not the God of yesterday and this very moment? Everything he is, he already was. You just have to come into the knowledge of who he is for you and what your purpose is. And what your responsibility is in the kingdom, it's your job. Anybody else before we go? Amen. Hey, Pete, this is Gloria. I'm hey, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh-uh. No, no, no. No, no, no. You good, sis? Okay. I just wanted to um, affirm that God really does allow us to learn and to grow in spaces and places that we had no idea of and unlearned so much stuff. When I got the assignment, the trickery assignment, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> trickery. I'm the master of it. <laughs> I trick you. Look, trickery assignment, but divinely appointed. Let me call it what it is. Uh, assignment for Archer Circle 
I, I had no idea. I was just hearing about learning about some of about entering the courts of heaven. And there is no, I had no idea of just how much I didn't know and had been 30 years in ministry under traditional uh, Baptist teaching. Not Nothing against Baptists because I learned a lot of good stuff from them. But there's a level of understanding that comes into um, into us as we open ourselves up for Holy Spirit to lead and guide us in all truth. So I appreciate you. I appreciate the opportunity. And um, um, I encourage anybody that wants to dive deeper and needs somebody walk along and help you as we go. We're going to do this for a month here, but uh, Archer Circle, we, we, we continue to work. So come on. You're welcome. See you on Zoom tonight at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard. Thanks, Dion. My absolute pleasure. 7 o'clock Pacific Standard, 8 o'clock Central Standard Time. Same exact phone number, different platform. It's just on the Zoom call. The women's call is right here on this phone number. Um, Friday Night Live is also on this call. Same number. Um, the Zoom platform is only used for the Archer Circle, and again, it's a, a little bit more intimate, and you can physically see one another. And just for the leaders of those other calls, if ever you decide to take it off the phone and onto Zoom, know that that is an available option. Amen. Anybody else before we go? Well, praise God. Again, today is our fasting day. Um, we just fast from the time we get up until 5 p.m. Just means no food, straight water, um, and we, we come back and connect. Today, my fast is for the salvation of my children and my siblings. Um, I would I would challenge you to give your prayers, your fasting season, to an end goal to an end game, write it down, date it, so that when you see the manifestation of that which you are praying for, you can go back to that which was, is in your journal or wherever you create a docket to ensure that not only are your prayers being answered, but that you are um, able to see the fruit of your labor. And what it does is it strengthens your faith. When I hear all these people on this call who I started with, who were, um, in some cases, very new to the faith, infants in the truth of the word of God, including myself. When I look at the growth that I walk in now, it changes the trajectory of how I project, of how I operate. Um, the confidence that I have is nothing other than, for real, making a decision that God, whatever it takes, to get me to where you would have me to be, I'm willing to pay whatever it costs. It costs to be free. It will cost you everything. It'll cost you the way you think. It'll cost you what you've learned in times past. It'll cost you having to intentionally unlearn certain things. And it's really important so that you aren't operating from a powerless place and you can actually see the full manifestation of what God has for you. It's a decision. And you are worth it. Everybody that you are called to deserves you to be the best you you can be. So I just want to encourage everyone that's listening, um, keep going. 
Keep expecting God to not only show up, but to blow your mind. He can, he will, and he desires to. He's a good father. He longs to bless you. He longs to give you the desires of your heart. If you got a desire and you're not seeing the manifestation of it, give it to God. Go after him and watch him bring that thing full circle. I am a witness. You got it? Amen. 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 Dion, um, this is Juanita. Can you give all the ways? Um, can you give all the ways to to give to um, declare victory? Um, yes, ma'am. You can give through PayPal, Cash App, um, the website. If you just go to declarevictory.org, you can create a recurring giving habit. Um, right through our website, it's just declarevictory.org. At Cash App, it's I Declare Victory Now N O W. At PayPal, it's just I Declare Victory. And your giving ensures um, we are in the process of making sure that children's dorm rooms are fully. Done. So they comforters, they accoutrements, they little decorations and stuff like that. Um, some, well, you guys will see and hear the announcement in uh, probably before this week ends. I'm just getting stuff situated. Somebody else was about to say something. Thank you for that, Juanita. Somebody was about to say something or no? Amen. All right. All right, guys. So that being said, um, I'll release the call for those that are fasting today. I'll meet you right back here at 5 p.m. Lady Rochelle is um, responsible for that call. And I pray that you go and you grow in love. I dare you to expect God to be able to open up the scrolls and begin to show you what his desire for your life is. It's a big deal. You are a big deal. You are necessary. You are the apple of God's eye. You are above only and not beneath. You are the head and not the tail. You are created to have dominion in the earth. It is your responsibility to occupy till he comes. Honey, walk heavy and hard, unapologetic knowing that your Father in heaven is for you. You asked this morning, shall I pursue? Listen, I hear the heavens rending the declaration, pursue, go after him. Amen? Amen. Love you guys. Have an amazing, amazing day. Amen. Love, Love you too. Thank you. Love you. Have a great day. Have a blessed 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 day. Bye, girlfriend. Have a great day. Have a great day at work, girlfriend. Bye, girlfriend. No, I love you, girlfriend.